0: Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us on Center Stage. It's great to have you listening in. This show is focusing on some of the very positive and helpful things that are happening in our city with nonprofits. And I am just so grateful to be able to do this show and to be able to tell you guys about some of the cool things that are happening. And I really hope that as you're listening, you're thinking about our city, that you also think about ways that you can get involved, that you can volunteer And that you can give back to our community. It's so many great opportunities. Um, With that, today on our show, we have Bonnie Faircloth from the Southern Arizona Law Enforcement Foundation. So thank you so much, Bonnie, for being here. Thank you for having me. So for someone who's never heard of the foundation before, can you give us just a little bit of an overview of what you're doing, some of the things, uh, services that you're providing and kind of some goals for right now? Absolutely. So the Southern Arizona Law Enforcement
1: Foundation, which I will refer to going forward as SALIF to shorten it, um, was established in 2004. And it was established by uh, the community, local community uh, business leaders um, and individuals who would like to um, show appreciation for Uh, Our law enforcement, our local law enforcement agencies um, in the city, in the metro area, as well as um, provide them with things that they need um, that helps them do their job, um, helps keep them safe, and keep our communities safe too.
0: And some of those are programs that I'm sure that our listeners have heard of. Um, Lots of different things that have Uh, have been done recently, Thank a Cop specifically, I know is Mm -hmm. a very big one. I've heard quite a bit. Can Uh, you share some more of the different programs that you've had? Sure, sure. So, again, the focus is on um, basically
1: our our law enforcement and um, just kind of appreciating them, thanking them. And the the foundation, they created the Thank a Cop program, Probably back in 2009, um, it was shortly after there was um, a tragic line of duty death in in Tucson, and um, we they realized that it was um, you know it was important to keep our officers safe and how can we how can we do that how can we while they're trying to keep us safe how can how can we. You know help them and um and in in essence we'll protect them and um, because they protect us and um, so the Thank a cup program is basically a large fundraiser it happened once a year in may right around the national police week and um, where um, all law enforcement is um, noted and appreciated and and thanked And um, what we did was we worked with communities, businesses and individuals that would like to donate towards uh, to the foundation for that we could provide protective gear such as uh, ballistic vests or canines or um, anything that would help um, the officers um, stay protected. And so they could better protect the community while while they're doing their job.
0: What are some of the, you mentioned fundraisers Mm and that there are specific items that are needed Mm -hmm. and then also the canines, that there Mm -hmm. are specific things. Those are a specific request from the agency themselves, right? It's not just anything it's specifically what they need how it, do
1: they go through that process it is it's specific so um it's specific to what our mission is and so we our mission is protective gear um technology items training officer training opportunities and so when someone makes a donation to Salif, the money is only used for those things um so they can be you know people can trust that that will only be used for it towards its mission and what they're donating it for um and so the, office, the different agencies that we support and partner with, there are seven local agencies that we do this with. And they, that's Tucson Police, Miranda Police, the U of A Police, Pima County Sheriff's Department, uh, Air, Oral Valley Police, the Tucson Airport Police, and Pima College Police. And they, when they find a need that fits within our mission, such as protective gear or technology, they submit a request to us um and let's let us know that they're in need of this if their budget isn't quite covering it or there's an urgent need and they can't wait um and so they submit it to us and we um, were able to to help them with those items and um and and so we're really excited about that when we get a request because we always we always we they know that we're here for them and then it also lets them know that when we're able to give that to them the community cares to because we've received donations from the community and and caring supporters
0: and if someone wants to donate money to go toward these grants for mm-hmm. the agencies mm-hmm. how do they do that
1: so salif is a 501c3 nonprofit we're um we have a website um org, or they can give us a call um there's lots of opportunities to um, also participate in our fundraising events. They're, they're large community events, a couple of them each year um, that they can participate in. And them participating is actually a kind of a, in essence a donation because we use the proceeds from those events towards um, these grants and to fund um, those requests.
0: And are the opportunities for volunteering mostly based around those fundraising events, or are yes. there other opportunities outside of that? majority
1: is um, because our primary mission also so that we can provide these fundings and grants is um, fundraising events. Um, and we have four major events um, throughout the year, and um, so we do their our board is volunteers um, and so it's a basically a board of volunteers that put presents these events and they're large community events and they always include the community and our law enforcement are always there to interact with them and that we do need lots of volunteers and so, um, so anybody that's interested can go to our website there's a volunteer interest form they can take a look at the different events that are coming up if they'd like to if they're interested in volunteering at that event um, we definitely could use their help
0: do you know about how many volunteers you need for any given event? So um, each event is a little different.
1: Um, so, but we always will need a minimum of about ten to fifteen, actually, um, that we that we bring on. A lot of them are repeat, um, so that you know we <laughs> they know that they're coming and they come to us and they let us know that they were interested. Um, but we always need to fill probably anywhere from five to ten more um, every event. Yes.
0: And if someone's interested in that volunteer, you said there's a form that they can fill out for interest. There is a form online that okay. they can, yeah, they submit it. They just let
1: us know that they're interested and then they they send it to us and it's, well, it's me actually. And then I will contact them back and just chat with them and let them know, give them more details about what the volunteer um, entails. And then, and, let, and then of course, answer all
0: of their questions as well. And there, there's information on the website as well. Can you give us that website one more time? Sure, absolutely. It's soazlef.org.
1: And that's basically SO for Southern, AZ for Arizona, and then LEF for Law Enforcement Foundation. And what would be a good phone number to reach you at for someone who's interested? Sure, the foundation number is 520-207-2878.
0: And, you know, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about... Um, just different opportunities to give back to the people who are sacrificially giving to our community. Mm -hmm. The officers that are there protecting us, protecting our schools, our kids, there are so many different places that they go and they take care of the community Mm -hmm. and sometimes without the things that they need. And so this is a really good opportunity to make sure that they have what they need to effectively do their jobs to protect us, to take care of us as a community. So it's a very cool... Um, opportunity to get involved to give back to to the people that are working so hard in our law enforcement agencies. Yeah, and can you just mention again some of the previous uh, items that have been purchased, some of the previous grants that were awarded? Sure, sure, absolutely. So, um, as I mentioned, SALA has been around
1: since two thousand and four, um, and each year, um, depending upon how much money we bring in, we have effectively granted or donated provided grants to the requesting agency of between 50 and $75,000. And that's just, um, you know, spread out through the various um, agencies um, each year. And that includes, we've done canines. um, So both bombs, um, like the bomb detection canines, um, the ones that you see at the U of A football games, you'll see. So they're having that canine there is helping our police and also keeping uh, everybody that comes into that, into that game into that event safe um, there's other other patrol canines that we have been able to help, help um, provide by funding for them um, in their need along with supplies and as as even as much as there's a huge training canine center um, on the west side of town at tpd um, and um, we've been, actually been able to help fund a build out and the training the entire training center the matting, some of the obstacles, and the fencing. So we're we've been able to be very involved with the, the canine units um, with TPD, and then of course some of the other agencies that, that we partner with. Um, also, a lot of pre-entry. Um, visual and audio type of equipment. They're called throw bots. So basically <laughs> it's a it looks like a little, it looks like a, a toy basically, but it's very rugged and the officers, if they're in a situation that they can't go in blindly, um, they can throw it in through a window or a door and, and actually see inside and hear what's going on before they go in and, um, into a dangerous situation or before they send in a canine into a dangerous situation. So um, so a lot of a lot of technology such as that. Uh, and then also also different training opportunities for officers, especially now um, in this time where we're being and <sighs> becoming more aware of the mental health and wellness um, of our officers. Um, And so there's different conferences and training and opportunities that um, that that the agencies will come to the foundation to ask if we will help with the opportunity for them to go and attend those.
0: So very, very practical, everyday (laughs) needed items. Absolutely. (laughs) The trainings. I mean, that's a great thing, especially talking about mental health and making sure that they are they're in their very best position to be doing their very best to sure. help the community. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Well, thank yes. you. Of Again, course. we have Bonnie Faircloth from the Southern Arizona law enforcement foundation. And we are just talking a little bit about what they're doing to support the seven agencies that are in and around Tucson and in Pima County. It's a very cool opportunity to give back to the people who are giving so much and who are sacrificially serving our community, keeping us safe, keeping our kids safe. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back in just a couple minutes here on Center Stage Nonprofits of Tucson. If you'd like to follow on Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at Center Stage Tucson or reach out at Tucson at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Thanks for sticking with us. We have Bonnie Faircloth here talking about the Southern Arizona Law Enforcement Foundation or SALIF, yeah, right? Is that for what you sure. said, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you that, that missed the beginning, we're talking about some of the opportunities that are involved in giving back to uh, the different law enforcement agencies that are in our area, and that SALIF is working with seven agencies in Pima County. And, you know, it's a really cool opportunity to make sure that the people that are taking care of our city, protecting our city and our kids, have what they need to do the job. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about what it means to be a Salif Guardian Angel?
1: So the Salif Guardian Angel is actually a giving program um, under the fundraising or donation platform for Salif. Um, It is an opportunity to um, donate on a continuous basis or monthly basis. Um, It's basically through the foundation's secure website and then to an app and where you would go ahead and pick an amount that you would like to give monthly um, and and you just sign up. It's super easy and um, it's something that you can, if you want to just do it for a couple months or um, every every month for as long as, you know, continuously, uh, you can start it and stop it however you'd like.
0: And those, the the money that's given through this is going toward funding grants, mm-hmm. uh, things that are requested by the seven agencies in particular. So it's the things that they need in order to do the job that they're trying to do exactly
1: so it's basically it's an opportunity for us to gain the resources or in more more literally money um to uh, so that when these seven agencies submit a request or a grant request for funding for something specific that's to our mission um we're able to we're able to provide it
0: and We have talked a little bit about some of those specific items, but there are also programs that are being funded. Can you tell us a little bit about the START program?
1: I can. So START stands for Safe Teen Accident Reduction Training. And um, the SALIF provides and supports and administers this program in conjunction with Tucson Police Department. And what it is, is a free Uh, class that teens who are between the ages of 16 and 19 have their driver's license, um, can sign up to attend at at no charge. And they go through um, about six or seven different accident um, uh, avoidance type of maneuvers, things that they would generally see out on the road. And as a new teen driver may not have the, the the experience to avoid and so they you sign up through through Salif and then you attend the classes out at the tucson police academy your your instructors are professional driving instructors out at the tucson police academy um, vehicles are provided the Tucson, older the older decommissioned Tucson Police um, Department vehicles, and um, you sit. It's it's a hands-on behind the wheel. Um, The instructor sits right next to you. They go through things like um, maneuvering through um, a wet um, type of surface. So they they slick down a pad. They make it all wet, and they they put cones out, and you have to. Effectively break and turn and get through without knocking over any of the cones, and it's quite interesting because the teens the first time through they they spin out and they knock out the cones and <laughs> but they but the instructors make them go through until they get it right and there's about six or seven other um, maneuvers that they go through until they get it right um, off-road recovery and brakes and they familiarize them with the ABS and the different type of technologies that are in vehicles so. It is actually saving teen drivers' lives, to be honest with you. So it is, um, again, completely free. And um, you sign up through through the Salif website.
0: So there were a lot of really cool things that you just said about, <laughs> you know, the, the program itself and the things that they're able to learn. But one thing that stuck in the back of my <laughs> head is that teen drivers get to drive police cars. <laughs> Decommissioned. But yes. still, what kid doesn't want to drive a police car? You I mean, know? that... Just that opportunity in itself, I feel like, is it was super cool. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, you know, honestly, um, a lot of teen parents sign up their teen to go. The teen kind of goes kicking and screaming. But, oh, my gosh, when they come out four hours later, they have new friends. They're excited. They're just they're just they can come back if they want (laughs) Um, because again it's it's absolutely no fee we want to make sure that everybody no matter what um, economical status they have this opportunity to um, be safer out on the roads
0: well and I'm thinking about the parents out there my kids (laughs) are far from being able to drive Yeah, I've got some time but even thinking about you know the short amount of time that that really is before they start driving be here fast a lot of teens and I I taught high school as well and Mm -hmm. so you know I would Think about some of those students, and I cannot believe that this kid is about to be behind the wheel. <laughs> it's a little bit scary, yeah. and so I and mean, there's a it,
1: lot of challenges out there now that face the new teen drivers. Well, even adult drivers, you know, there's mm-hmm. the distracted driving and the devices, and the the teens will actually go. We actually um, worked with um, donations, and we were able to put a cockpit simulator out at the academy, so the teens get to go through that and they get to experience what it's like. Simu- in a simulator, um, te- texting while driving. And the, mm. uh, yes,
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, well, and that's a, a whole other thing. You know, when I was a kid, we didn't really nope. have phones that we were texting while driving. And exactly. so, I mean, huge distractions mm-hmm. for teens today. And I mean, I, as a parent, I don't see why you wouldn't want your kid to do this. It's, it's the coolest opportunity. The fact that it's free, I mean, yep. hands down. Yes. This is one of the coolest programs I've heard
1: of. <laughs> it is. It's really cool. It's um, something that, you know, we hope that the high schools, um, which don't happen to have um, any of the uh, driver's ed classes anymore, um, or at least they're very, 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 very few that have them. So this, you know, they don't have those. So this is something that uh, the high schools, I would hope, would let the teens or the teen parents know about and um, encourage them to attend
0: yeah i think that you know if you're a teacher out there too this is a really cool opportunity to be able to share something with your students that i mean it it could have a life-saving impact absolutely i think of myself as a, a teen and some of the things that i didn't know i remember hydroplaning in a yes. my 1970 firebird when i was a teenager <laughs> and it it scared me i i was okay i didn't crash i got lucky <laughs> but you know thinking of some of those things that happen especially here in Tucson with just the the conditions that we have and with flooding and exactly. you know to be able to have those i want to say defensive but not necessarily defensive just the the accident recovery you know being able to to get into that situation and know what to do ahead of time yes. So that it's prevented exactly
1: because it is you actually are in a controlled environment when you actually um, uh, affect those types of maneuvers. Um, so that if you're not thinking ahead while you're driving, um, you can actually have a better judgment and reaction when it happens to you in real time when you're out on the streets. And and quite frankly, you know it's um, it, it's keeping the other drivers that are out there in the community safe too <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> so <laughs> very true mm. and very appreciated <laughs> so some of the uh events and the fundraisers obviously we're getting closer to the end of the year and yes. so a lot of those um, opportunities have passed can you tell mm-hmm. us about some of the events that have already happened this year and then the events that are happening throughout the rest of the year
1: Sure. Um, at the beginning of the year, we in the in the spring we have an annual golf tournament. Um, so the golf tournaments are always a great way to uh, fundraise, and um, we'll have again another one again in, in next spring. And um, there are always volunteer opportunities for for that, um, and the purpose again, it's just basically the same each of our events are you know the primary reason for them is to to raise as much money as possible so that we can build our resources you know so that we can go ahead and and help out when these agencies make a request um, within the mission of the foundation and um, we've so we've we've gone by the golf tournament that was very successful we're really excited and we're always appreciative of everybody that participates all the volunteers and then of course all the um all the sponsors that, um, help us out as well. Um, and then we, in, um, just this past August, early August, we had our unsung heroes awards celebration. And, um, this is, this is something that we've done since 2004, since our inception. And what we do is we recognize, um, law enforcement officers there, they are actually nominated by their peers. This is not a, employee merit type of award that's given out. It is actually, um, they're nominated by their peer, they send it to directly to the foundation and um, we decide who, you know, who, we, we pick the winners basically <laughs> or the awardees. And um, it's, it's meant to um, highlight those that have gone above and beyond um, outside of and on a completely volunteer, non-paid basis, something that they've done in the community and given back. On top of everything that they do, you know, every day when they when they go to work and help the community and protect them, so amazing stories, um, amazing things that these officers do on their own time. Right down to one of them having their own um, foundation that they created um, that uh, helps um, kids that are um, in the children's hospitals and um, while they're while during their stay. So it's just very moving, <laughs> and it's always. It's always a, a very powerful um, event and um, that, has, that went by in um, August, early August, so we'll have that again um, same time next year.
0: And then there are a couple events that are coming up in the next couple months. Can you tell us about those?
1: Absolutely. We have two kind of almost right on top of each other. Um, October 7th, we have our Seven Badges Poker Run. It is a a great event. It's super fun. It's basically a poker run is usually um, motorcycles, but um, 90% of our our event is motorcycles. But we also invite vehicles, off-road vehicles, car clubs to participate in it. And um, there's going to be volunteer opportunities for that. That again, it's coming up on October seventh, and then short, a month later. Um, on November 4th, we have the, the coveted and very famous Cops and Rodders Car Show. So if you've been around and you're in the car show world um, in Tucson, which there's a lot, uh, Cops and Rodders has been around forever. And um, that is actually a huge event. Lots of help, volunteers and participation is needed. Definitely. And you can find out all that at soazlef.org, which is the foundation's website.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing about the opportunities that are coming up. And if this is something that you're interested in, please do reach out, go to their website and see how you can get involved. I will also post information about their events that are coming up so that you have that information available at Center Stage Tucson on Facebook and Instagram. And if you ever have questions when you're listening to the show, make sure you reach out and let me know. You can reach me at centerstagetucson at gmail.com. Thanks for listening in and we'll be back next week.